Bags down, spikes on. Welcome to the track. Hello, my name is Colin Waitsman. Going to be your host for this episode of Track World News. And uh, on our next rendition of the interview series, where we're sticking with the, the hurdler theme. Uh, this week, we have uh, currently the number one in the nation, a world junior record holder, what multiple time All-American, I think three time first team All-American. 24 state champion, 24 times state champion, uh, Trey Cunningham. Uh, Trey, thanks for, for taking the time uh, to do this. Thanks for having me. No problem, man. No problem. Well, uh, first, before we get into some of your, your track stuff, so I, I had sent you over you know, the, the little, form, little questionnaire, wanted to get to know you a little bit, and uh, on things you said that you like to do outside of track and field, I noticed you put in all caps, eat. Uh, so you're, you're a big foodie. Love to hear some of your, your favorite meals, whether you're in season, maybe a pre-meat meal, and then just like, you know, your favorite, I guess you could say cheat meal or whatever, if you can, you know, you can eat whatever okay. you want. Uh, I usually eat whatever I want, but <laughs> it's portion control. That's the key. There we go. Don't there eat too go. much of it. Um, I'm a super huge sweets person. Like most people I've come into, like they have to crave it. No, I can have it breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, anything sweet. I'm down for it. Um, my go-to meal though is like pizza. I can never go wrong with pizza. Super basic too, like pepperoni. It's, it's unmatched. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Like, uh, I'm, I have a, a sweet tooth. I have probably have a couple sweet teeth. Uh, you could say like, I, I think I always have like a, a bag of candy somewhere, like in my, in my room, in my house, like, and a lot of my friends will be like, Colin, like you, you know, there's no need for you to have all this. Like, I don't know. It's, it's good stuff, man. I, I got to like, so right there with you. Also big fan of like chicken parm and just like the Italian mm -hmm. food, like too good. So, I mean, where's your, where's your, where would you say is your favorite place, uh, you know, to get, you know, pizza or whatever, if you, you got to choose. In Tallahassee, my favorite place is Decent Pizza. I know the name just kind of means it's kind of average, but <laughs> Decent Pizza has the best pizza in town to me. <laughs> awesome. Next time uh, I'm down in Tallahassee, I'll have to, to make sure to stop by Decent Pizza. So, uh, sounds great, man. But, um, awesome. Uh, so wanted, wanted to, to get then into, your your track career i mean you're now what a senior at uh at florida state uh university one of the premier programs this year um definitely in the in the running for for a national championship uh individual and, and team wise which is you know pretty exciting sure we'll get into that in a little bit but um yeah wanted to to get into where it all started i mean what was it that got you into running and then you know into the hurdling events uh specifically well you know, it all starts on the playground. Who's the fastest one out there? You're always bracing, playing tag, freeze tag. I, I love doing that stuff. Um, I was always faster than most people. But, you know, growing up in America, it's football, basketball, baseball. Mm -hmm. So track wasn't ever a thing until I got to middle school. And I was like, hey, I kind of want to try this out. So I followed my cousin out to the track. And I was atrocious. <laughs> I 
Um, but I just kind of fell in love with it. And I started out in hurdles. I did sprints. Um, I jumped a little bit. Fun fact, I actually ran cross country in middle school as well. Oh, that's rough. That was crazy. Uh, I realized after mile two, this was not for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, it quits there. It's not yeah. that. Um, but I wasn't that great starting out. Some people think like, oh, I just had this like instant like success in it. And I didn't. Uh, I had a wonderful friend called Puberty. Helped me out a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but up to like freshman year, I was just a kid doing track and field. And then freshman year, it kind of hit me that I, hey, kind of moving kind of fast. We can do something with this. And then it progressed sophomore, junior, senior year. I just got faster and faster and faster. I was like, kind of want to do this for a while. And I got lucky enough to have the opportunity to go to college for it. And now I'm planning on trying to make the next step to be a professional. So we'll see what happens. Wow. Uh, Crazy story. I mean, imagine if you were to go back to, uh, to your seventh grade self that's on mile one and a half, you're just about to call it quits on, on cross country. And you're like, Hey, listen, you're, you have potential to turn running into a full-time career. Like that's what you're going to do. What do you think seventh grade Trey is going to say to that idea? Seventh grade Trey would say that's an option question mark like that's that's the thing you can do (laughs) um I mean I never thought it was not feasible to be like a professional athlete because people do it but just like oh you can go run and get paid for it run for 13 seconds and go sit down and get paid for it (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah it's uh it's super our sport's super weird because the actual event itself is extremely short and you're mm-hmm. trying to make it even shorter. So you want to like work as little as possible because that means you're, you know, you're, you're almost winning where if you're playing, you know, baseball or, or basketball or whatever, those games are multiple hours long and you're, and you're, and you're working for, for a long period of time. So it's, it's always been you know, wild that, yeah, your, your career is where you're, is what, just 13 seconds, mm-hmm. but the practice itself is so much longer. I mean, yeah. all you're getting better in the the weeks, day, the weeks, months, years that you're you're putting into the sport, not the 13 or 14 seconds that you're actually doing competing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So what's like the like when was the mo- was there like a aha moment where you were like, oh, I'm I'm really starting to, you know, do well in this. Let's let's try to see if we can do this in college or let's continue to, to, do, to do this at least throughout the rest of high school? I would say my first indoor meet freshman year of high school, I was going so fast. I didn't know how to control it. I was like, oh my gosh, these hurdles are coming at me at light speed. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening. And I like got hurt, figured it all out finally and put it together and placed third that indoor year. And then one outdoors but I had another moment uh junior year I was like I'm actually running some pretty nice times and I'm gonna try to do this in college like this is a possibility for me to do something at the next level Mm -hmm. and like I like I had mentioned what 
I think you had what 24 uh, state state mm-hmm. titles when it's all said and done. So to say you probably had a few options on on where to go might have might be an understatement. Uh, why why was it that you decided to choose uh, Florida State? Um, you know to continue your your collegiate career. I mean, I had a list of pros and cons of all the places. I mean, I could have picked wherever I wanted to go, but I think it boiled down to the single question where was I going to be happy without track and field? If track and field was not a thing tomorrow, where would I know 110% I would be happy? And Florida State gave me that feeling like track doesn't have to be a thing and you'd be cool here. And so I went with it and conveniently we have a nice track team. (laughs) Yeah. We've had some success. So I think it worked out pretty well. Yeah. Your, your team's doing, doing really well uh, this year as well in, in years past. Thank you. There's been a few of the, like the flow track workout Wednesday, I think was over there uh, a few, like a year, year or two ago. Um, what was that kind of uh, experience like for your practice? Was anything really different when you're having a, a film crew, like, you know, right underneath you on your hurdling or, or how's that going for you? Um, it's, I don't think it's any different. I mean, I might work a little harder because it kind of simulates a competition because there's cameras at competition. But I mean, I didn't, I don't think anything of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, just, just do what you got to do. No, no need, no need to, you know, to, <laughs> to make things too, too over, you know, over the top or, you know, just, just going through what's going on. But um, yeah, with your, with your journey so far in, in track, I mean, who have been some of your uh, mentors and most, I guess, most, uh, you know, been the biggest inspirations for you. Uh, I know you mentioned your, your cousin originally had, you know, got you into it, even on, you know, yeah. in the playground days, but yeah, who have been some of those people that have, you know, really helped you, you know, find your, you know, that this is a, you know, one of the, the sports you wanted to continue with. I mean, I grew up in a super competitive family, like sports is a thing, like you play sports, you'd be good at stuff, like you go in 110% at what you want to do. And so I would say my family pushed me because they always support me. They travel to come watch me compete. I got lucky because I'm the baby of the family. Everybody else after me is a great grandchild. So they're still in school. So Mm -hmm. everybody can come watch me run basically. But some specific people, I would say it started with my high school coach because he put me in the right positions where I can have chances to succeed. Like he let me do so many events. I think the only events I didn't do in track was shot put, discus, and pole vault. <laughs> I got to try everything. So and did. it let me figure out what I wanted to do, what I wanted to like dabble in on the side of hurdles because hurdling was my love. Um, it would start there. And I would say some like hurdlers and specifically would be like Lu Zhang or Aries Merritt. I always watched their races because it was so clean. Mm-hmm. Like, if you hit a hurdle, it was like once in a blue moon for them. And I thought that was the best thing ever. Um, let's see. There's been a few uh, athletes along the way who just like, they would just, just random athletes who like just say certain comments and I'm like, huh, 
I've never thought of it that way or like, wow, I actually needed to hear that today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it's it's great because you can have so many different inspirations from people that are outside your sport. Like uh, mm-hmm. I know for for me, well, I'm from the Philadelphia area. And so growing up where, where Kobe was, you know, pretty, pretty huge name uh, yeah. locally and obviously nationally, internationally as well. Just like his like work ethic of that what that mamba mentality where you gotta if you want to be the best like you're gonna be putting in some insane hours to be able to to Mm -hmm. get to where to where you are um i mean what's like what are some of those things that that you're putting into it because you know a lot a lot of people they they see your your times and they see what you're running and don't see actually you know all the work that you might be putting into you know into practice behind the scenes i mean could you kind of take us behind you know, behind the, you know, the meet schedule and not just when you're lining up at the finals for the NCAA championship, but, you know, what are the things that are building up to you actually getting to where you're in the, you have, you're, you have the potential to win, you know, a national yeah. championship. So preparation for a national championship is five days a week with weights four days a week and uh, practice on the track four days a week. And then we supplement like plyos, and uh, core circuits every day. And then I actually go to Pilates once a week just to keep all my tiny muscles strong enough to handle all that force I'm throwing at them, especially when I'm running at a solid object. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, That and I would say more mental preparation because physical stuff is easy to fix. The mental is, I would say, the biggest part of the game. Like, how are you going to feel when you get to the start line? How do you prepare yourself for a false start? How do you make sure you're just running your race because it's only your lane? That's the only thing that's affecting it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was probably the biggest thing for me that was – the, one of the biggest difficulties was the mental aspect of it. So I was a, a pole vaulter. So one of the few events you, you didn't, didn't get to compete in, <laughs> in high school. And uh, one of my coaches had told me, he's like, yeah, pole vault. It's like, it's 90% mental. And then the rest is in your head. I'm like, yeah. that's that. What are you talking? He's like, no. Yeah. It's, and then I started doing it and I'm like, oh no, you're right. Like so much of competing and doing this is like all about your mindset and, you know, the confidence that you have going in. I mean, did you ever have any difficulties with that or areas where, you know, whether it was confidence or just focus during practice or meets might've wavered a bit and you're like, okay, no, we have to lock this in, you know, in order to reach our goals. Yeah. I've had moments like that for sure. I just have to realize it, take a step back and be like, Hey, get it together. Focus up. The reason you're here is because you love to be here. Stop thinking about stuff that's happened in the past. Stop thinking about stuff that's that might happen because you just focus on what you can do and what you know you can do. You'll be fine. You're fast enough. <laughs> yeah, like it's, especially once you're you're reaching those those top times and you're, you're running against people that are running other top times in the country, it's super easy to just you know, get invested in what TFRS or whatever. Yeah. yeah or, or mile split and just looking up what other people are running and, and getting invested in that and, and, and losing sight of your, you know, of your race. I mean, like what, what have been some of the, 
I guess, struggles that you might have had in, in your track career? I mean, it's, it's been super long. I'm sure it hasn't been a, a, a straight up path. Like what have been some of the you know, difficulties that you might have faced, uh, you know, along the way? Uh, I've had two serious injuries. I tore a hamstring twice. Um, I would same say one was, or, or different ones, same hamstring, Ooh. different locations though. Um, I would say that was kind of hard because that was the first time in my life I actually couldn't like run. Um, when, uh, when did you do that? I did it senior year of high school and then sophomore year here at FSU. Oh man. Uh, that first time I would think that would be a super scary time. I mean, as an athlete where you're a senior and you're like, crap, I'm about to go to college. And now I have to, you know, make a call to whether you've committed at that point or not. Um, it, it, I, how would, how are you feeling mentally? Like crap, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm getting ready for the second journey. And, and now I just, you know, had a big, you know, big time injury there. So I actually did it at the state meet. Oh, that's even better. Yeah. <laughs> and long jump. <laughs> even better. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when I'm at my best and performing at my best, I am just totally absorbed, like in the moment, like nothing matters. Like I didn't have to eat. I didn't have to go to the bathroom or anything. And I was in that zone, I would say, or that flow. And I tore it then. I was just like, hmm, something pops. This is not normal. I have to go run the 100. What are we doing? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was so lucky I had a trainer at my school who probably needs to be a doctor. She's phenomenal. She's trying to do everything she could to get me on the line. And I was like, let's scratch the 100 get ready for the 200 see if we can do it like they made me a hamstring out of ace bandage and like a exercise band they made me a hamstring and I I wasn't bummed per se I was more like upset how people were viewing me because like apparently I chickened out or stuff like that and it hurt to walk mm -hmm. I was like there's nothing I can do at this moment and it was it reminds me of when COVID hit last year. I we were at the facility. We we're ready to practice. Everyone was there. And they told everyone, you have to leave. And I'm the person that like plays 10 steps ahead. So I'm like, who can I call? What cards can I play? What can I do? And it was the same situation. There's nothing I can do. This is completely out of my hands so I mean I was bummed I couldn't compete but you try awesome. to make a hamstring out of out of some yeah I mean we did everything we could and it still hurt so I just had to let it go yeah that's uh that's got to be yeah ter terrible feeling where you know, senior year state meet you're trying to get ready to hopefully have a, one of the, the best meets of your, your career at that point. Uh, and to be, be like, yeah, I'm, I got hurt during a, during a secondary <laughs> event yeah. that wasn't supposed to, you know, wasn't supposed to happen that, that that's not fun for sure. But yeah. um, 
on the on the positive end, you did end up doing breaking what the the world record for what was it the junior world record in uh, the hurdles. Um, could you kind of tell us about that event, that time, and you know the eventual I guess trip that you had out towards uh, what Monaco for that as well? So I consider the sixty hurdle my off hurdle event. <laughs> mm-hmm because I think I'm much better at the latter end of a hurdle race, so I need more than five hurdles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but that that whole senior year was just crazy. It was a roller coaster with college visits, making a decision, like, where do I want to be for the next four years? And then, like, running fast times, getting hurt, like I said. But so I actually broke the record three times. Um, the first time was home track at Birmingham Crossplex. Um, it didn't count because we didn't have the electronic pedals to get the reaction. So I was like, I got to do this at New Balance. They've told me that they're bringing in the blocks for this because they know I can break it. And there's other people there that can break records. So they're bringing in blocks. Um, it was kind of surreal. Like I have my best friend there with me. And that whole weekend was just a blur because it went prelims. I broke it again. And they were like, how do we get the testing guy here for Trey's drug testing? Um, That guy didn't come till the next day, (laughs) right before the semi. So it Mm. totally messed up my routine. Like I couldn't go to the bathroom. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then I was like, oh, well, I got the blocks here now. So I got to do it now. And false start or like call us back I was so upset that pisses me off more than anything just stay behind the line like you reacting that much faster is not going to help you Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I that race in particular I didn't think the hurdles were there and I still hit two of them Mm. and I hit the pad turned around saw the clock and it was like 738 736 I was like oh my gosh (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then it got rounded up to 740 and I was like holy cow I just broke this again so that moment was kind of awesome I would say (laughs) were you before the first time that you broke it if you take it to the so you hadn't broken it yet in that race or were you like I know that it's within striking distance like I feel good because I know one of like for me one of my best performances I was like oh man, like I'm, I'm sluggish. Like I feel bad. And then it's just like out of nowhere, pop a personal best. And I'm like, oh, that came out of nowhere. Was, yeah. was that something for you where you, you felt like, oh, I feel really good. Like this can be, you know, go down. I know we're taking you back a few years, but, uh, or was it something where it was like, oh man, I was, I was a little, little sick or under the weather or something like that. I really wasn't like worried about it per se. I wasn't trying to break the record. I don't think. Actually, I take that back. I was that first time. After that, I wasn't trying to break it. Mm-hmm. But I think the meet before it, I ran like 760 or 750 something. And I was like, ooh, I'm like really close to this. And it was the first meet all year that I ran in the afternoon. Like it was nighttime. I was like, ooh, lights are on. Everyone's here. It's a packed meet. Like I think we had like 4,000 entrants at that meet. It was crazy. And I had to host mile split too, which was crazy. So I was doing that. 
And I think that took my mind off of it. So I ran the prelim and it wasn't anything spectacular. And then I came back and ran the final after I ran my 60 prelim as well um, and did it. And I was like, whoa, we just did that. It was really, it was a really intense moment. I kind of hit the ground. I was like, yes, <laughs> I finally did it. <laughs> That's awesome. And then uh, I know you you got to a little bit later, what, get off to uh, to Monaco for what, an uh, award show celebration. Mm-hmm. Can you kind of take us over to that when you're finally celebrating uh, with, with a bunch of other world-class <laughs> athletes? Uh, yeah, you know. that was kind of crazy too. That was my first Thanksgiving. I didn't celebrate in the U.S. Um, I don't know. I thought it was kind of awesome that it was all these people who I had watched on TV, looked up to, saw their YouTube videos, and they were just normal people there. I thought that was the craziest thing to me. Like, I rock climbed with Kenny Harrison and Corey Carter. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, yeah, probably weren't thinking you were, you were going to do that your, you know, earlier on your senior year. No. <laughs> and it was just a really cool experience. That was the first time I had really ever been out of the u.s besides cuba um and i just had fun um my friend sydney was there with me we just had a fun time because we were like some of the youngest people there and we were just like we don't really fit in with this crowd so what are we doing Mm -hmm. um but yeah it was just a fun time i got to meet a few people um network a little bit ask a few questions and Come back to college. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, I know you have uh, this year, I think what just last week, what you got your fourth ACC title, was it? For mm-hmm. congratulations yep. on that, though. Thank uh, you. What are you kind of focusing on? I guess if we take a look at there. Oh, oh, very <laughs> cool. Very cool. Congratulations. Uh, <laughs> what are some aspects of your race right now going into? Um, nationals what in a week or two to be able to to hopefully capture a national title i know you've been very close uh in in years previous whether it's what third fourth fifth Mm -hmm. been very close to being able to capture it but haven't gotten over that hump yet like what are some things that you are trying to do going into this weekend where you can you know hopefully take home uh, a gold medal so the number one thing is to be me, run my race. Number two is to hit the positions I need to. So this year we've really focused on like how far I'm taking off from the hurdle, like and where I land on the backside of it. So if I hit those positions, it kind of takes care of itself because the ground game for me is the easiest part. The, te- the technical over the top is where it gets nitpicky. So like if I get a little sloppy over the top, I'm like, ugh, kind of throws off my run in the middle. So just make sure those positions are correct. If I hit them, it should go pretty smoothly. Is it something that while you're you're in your race, you can kind of make mental note of, oh, I'm I'm a little sloppy. I need to, you know, get down or lift my leg high, whatever it sorry, I don't know exact hurdle ter- yeah. terminology. Or is it something where it's like you have to think of it before the race and then you know, do it because you're so locked in. Like, how does that, how does that work for you? So we drill it out before, um, like the few run throughs we get, but I'm like super cerebral when I run. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I can tell where someone's at by how I hear their feet hit the ground behind me mm-hmm. or how they hit the hurdle with like their knee or something. I can tell by the way it sounds. But when we were in Arkansas, when I ran uh, the 755 this year, I was having dinner with the distance team and <laughs> I was just telling him, I was like, yeah, when I was running, I was like, oh, he beat me out. He's not going to beat me to the first hurdle. I got to get there. And they're like, you have enough time to think? I was like, yes, I have so much time to think. <laughs> so I'm like talking to myself. I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Or get your leg down. Get your leg down. That's uh, I've never, I've never heard of anyone that can have all these conversations with themselves <laughs> during a, a race that's lasting, you know, all of what in this case, seven seconds or eight seconds. So (laughs) very, very impressive. I mean, uh, what are, from a team aspect, uh, obviously, you know, you have, you know, what you're going to be competing in in individually. What are some things that you're going to, you know, hopefully try to do to support your team or or some things that you can, you guys are going to have to focus on to try to win a team title? Because there's probably like four or five uh, teams this year uh, that have a really good chance of, of bringing home that, you know, there's the Oregon's LSU, BYU got you guys, a few others. What, what, what are some things that, you know, as a, as a team, uh, as a collective, you guys can, you know, hope, hopefully focus on to, to maybe bring home a, a team title. We just got to do us. We can't be focused on anybody else. Cause if we do that, then we start looking and see what other people are really good at. Like Oregon has, three people in the mile who have ran faster than any person in history yeah (laughs) don't worry about it it's not our thing we sprint that's what we do yeah that's the it's so much easier said than done too but if you can't if you can do it it's it'll really be able to to set you up to be in a in a good good position you know moving forward um yeah i mean so this year it's or this past year has been been wild with with meets and the way that things are are going and you don't have fans in the stands you don't have your training cycle probably was completely shifted but i mean what are what are some of your goals moving forward obviously i know you you probably want to get into the to the olympic team and and have a successful outdoor uh season as well but you know what are some of those you know goals that you have for yourself um, you know, as you, you move on with the rest of 2021. The goals this year are to run as fast as possible, whatever that may be, mm-hmm. make the Olympic team and see if I can get a little contract and go to the bank. <laughs> I like that. That sounds great. <laughs> In that order. In that yeah. order. Sounds great. What are, I mean, so there's a lot of really great talent this year. Well, us always you could say that every in every year in every event with the with the hurdles i'm sure you saw uh just recently uh grant holloway breaking the world record uh, i'm sure you, you you saw it in the news so not to say that us hurdling is not impressive would be you know would be an, an understatement or is impressive would be an understatement like how uh are you focusing or how is your your training um you know with some of these elite talents are you are you focusing in or are you training with any of these other guys that are at the top of the you know at the top of the pyramid I guess not now because you're you're at Florida State but you know after you know you graduate are you looking to you know stay with uh there in Florida or, or is it like hey let's go and try to see if we can you know become training partners with with some of these other uh elites as well or, or move around a bit as of right now I don't want to leave 
I also don't plan on leaving school, so I'm going to go to grad school on the side. Okay, yeah. Because <laughs> I like school. <laughs> um, I wouldn't mind doing like a little training camp with them, though. I think that would be so much fun. Like, dream of mine would actually be a professional and then some way like in the middle of my career have it like the Bowerman track club does but for sprints I think that would be so awesome mm-hmm. for for those that don't know what the the Bowerman track club is uh could you kind of touch on you know what that what that would be what that would be like so the Bowerman track club is a team of distance runners that is sponsored by Nike um, they are based out of Portland, but they do training camp all over the country. They travel to meets together, they hang out together, and they just push each other because they're all elite talent. Like they're all on the world list. They're all going to the big meets. So sprinters don't really have that. They have a training group they go with, but it's not a team. They're all represented by different sponsorships. Um, they have different agents that sort of thing. So I think it'd be really cool to have like the whole collective, like, hey, we're all going here for training camp. Hey, this is what we're wearing. Um, When you roll up like that, it's pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You got the, still being able to have that team aspect uh, Mm -hmm. after college, because it's, it can be, I've talked to a few, few people that are professionals and they're like, yeah, it can get a, can get a little bit lonely when you're, when, because you don't have what 60 70 people you know around yeah. you on the the men's and women's team like you like you do in college uh i mean for you when you're not running what are some of your favorite events to watch um other than the hurdles of course um what are some other you know events or or different people on your team that you know you like to you like to watch as i said i hate running so far i hate running far mm-hmm. but the mile is my favorite race to watch I really love it. Why it the mile? I don't know. I think it it's gotten to the point now where it is so fast. Um, but at the same time, it changes like positions all the time. And I think that's awesome. It reminds me of the four by four almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm a big fan of the, the four by four also. Uh, it's the, like you said, I mean, the miles starting to yeah get up there where it's not a distance event. It's just a really, really long sprint. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. Cause we see, seeing people be able to, to run. I don't know. I mean, for, for you, what do you think right now? Uh, what do you think you could run a mile in today? If you, if you had to get on the track and, and compete, throw on the distance Jersey and the, and the short shorts. Mm, I don't know. I've, I want to give myself like a 545. <laughs> there, that'd be, that'd be pretty good. I mean, for, for not focusing in on it, I, I could see it. Yeah. I want to give myself 545. I think I would fall off on lap three pretty bad. Um, but after that, I don't know. Well, 545 maybe. Yeah. I think, cause I don't want to say six. Cause I feel like I could do six right now. <laughs> yeah. You got it. You can do up six for sure. No problem. But, um, well, Trey, thank you for, for taking the time to, to doing this. Um, by the time this comes out, I guess this would be actually your, your compete. You'd be competing at nationals at this time. So, uh, congrats or good luck, depending on, depending thank on how you. this goes, but, thank um, you. yeah, where, where could some people go if they wanted to, to learn more about you or, or, or the team and all that? So you can check out my bio and stuff at seminoles.com. 
you can check out my social media pages. Trey826 is Insta and um, Snapchat. I post on Snapchat sometimes if y'all want to follow me there. But Twitter has a lot of stuff. It's just Trey Cunningham and you can Google me. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, Trey. It's been, it's been awesome. And, and thank you to everyone that's listening. This has been a, another episode of Track World News. Uh, before you go, make sure that you leave a rating, a review, uh, subscribe to the channel. Really helps us know that you're enjoying what's going on. Also, if you want some extra content, follow us on Instagram at Track World News. We, we post there uh, pretty consistently as well. So have a good one and peace. I'm not going to be able to do that.